0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden. Hey, I'm excited to have uh, one of my great friends, Brian Hobbs, here for part two, 360-degree uh, leadership reviews. Brian, thank you for being with us.
0: Thanks for having me, Tim.
1: Yep. Hey, so, uh, Brian, tell our listeners a little bit about you.
0: Sure. So, my name is Brian Hobbs. I'm the president of sales and marketing for... Ryubi Outdoor Products. We're part of TTI, which is a much larger global organization that sells a lot of tools, Tim. Uh, (laughs) Mostly sold at the Home Depot. So uh, for all of our Home Depot fans out there, get get in touch with Tim, and we can figure out maybe a discount code. (laughs) Always selling. Always selling.
1: Absolutely. No, that's good. Hey, so... um, really, you know, last month, Brian, you know, you did a great job of talking about the process with 360 degree, uh, leadership reviews. And I know a lot of our listeners are probably leaning in and say, Hey, you know what? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm ready to implement this. I've got a relational business, not a transactional business. Yeah. So, Hey, okay. Now tactically, how do we, how do we put this process in? So I, I like what we're talking about. Now let's talk about the tactical, uh, day to day. So, Brian, you had mentioned uh, last month about you know leadership questions are really statements. So uh, you know share your scorecard with this if you will. That's what we're talking about <laughs> sure. today as you go through as we go through this process. Sure.
0: Absolutely, Tim. I think before we do that, let's let's take a step back and just talk about how we execute uh, the, the 360 performance review. We talked a little bit last time. it needs to be anonymous. So again, I think whoever you have that's ultimately in control of this survey, they need to be separated from the review process. And so, if you have a small organization, again, I would encourage you find a friend, a tru- someone who you trust, and bring them into the equation. Because it's super important that the uh, your employees know Tim that. That this is anonymous feedback, right? Uh, I would also say that this needs to be a digital survey, mm-hmm. and so whether you've whether you've done that or not before, the, there's a ton of programs out there, Tim. Some of which are free. That would be super easy to execute a survey like this.
1: Okay, no, I, I think that's really good.
0: Okay, so uh, we'll jump right in. So there's multiple leadership traits, Tim, I know that you look for and I do as well on our team. So the first one is communication, right? So we're looking for great communicators. So as you mentioned, these are not leadership questions in the survey. These are leadership statements. So the first statement is, this individual is an effective communicator providing direction and feedback in a timely manner. So Tim, that's the first statement. And so what we ask our employees is to decide between strongly disagree. To strongly agree and we've given them six options uh, we've given the option that she strongly agree agree somewhat agree somewhat disagree disagree strongly disagree there's a lot of agrees and disagrees in there
1: right you know Brian that seems like that's an awful lot of options uh, have you as you've done this is there a, is there a reason why there's so many options I mean you got six
0: Yeah, it's a good question, Tim. And I think there's a lot of schools of thoughts out there in terms of how many options you give uh, customers or any type of respondent in in research. And this was really just direct feedback from our employees who were doing the review process. They didn't feel like we were giving them enough options. Mm -hmm. They didn't necessarily strongly agree, but they didn't just somewhat agree as well. So we needed to give them additional options. and It also gives us a a wider range uh, when we uh, attribute a score for each of these to to really track change. Uh, okay. improvement.
1: Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's 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 excellent.
0: And we also added in a a seventh, which is N.A., not applicable. And the reason we did that is because if you're doing this across departments or in some cases, Tim, this may make sense for you to pull in some of your customers Hmm. or pull in some of your suppliers, depending on your organization. There are other folks beyond those in your organization that can also weigh in on how you're performing as a leader. And so there are some of these questions that may not apply to them. So rather than just making them guess or choose something that doesn't make any sense – we do give the option to say this question uh, does not apply to my working relationship with okay. this individual. Okay. Oh,
1: that's good. That's good. Yeah, I cool. think I think it's good to have choices there. So I think I think that's really good as yeah. as you know as our listeners are, are thinking about developing how they want their process, you know, their tactical process to be.
0: I completely agree. So we'll jump into the next one. Problem solving, critical part of leadership. The next statement: the ind- this individual provides resources. And removes obstacles for me to do my job effectively. Tim, these aren't your normal performance review questions. This is getting into the into the meat of it as a leader. Yeah, yeah. Am, am I clearing a path for for the people on my team to do their job effectively?
1: Yeah. I, again, I think that's an excellent statement that goes deep, quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Agreed. Uh,
1: the next the next topic is
0: uh, in quality is attitude. This individual creates an environment for me to do my best work and be successful. Wow, that's wide open. Try unpacking that with a simple agree, disagree, yeah, yeah. Uh, And and really, you know, you have high performing people. Not all of them have great attitudes, Tim, and it would be revealed through this process if they don't.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing that I say is um, is a, a side note, Brian, is attitudes are contagious. And I choose to have a positive attitude. You've been around me a lot, uh, and and again, uh, you know, I know that my spiritual gifts encouragement. And uh, but but again, attitudes are contagious. We can choose to be positive. We can choose to be negative. I choose to be positive. You know,
0: and we all benefit from that, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next attribute uh, is integrity. And honestly, we probably should have started here, Tim. I mm-hmm. think is is. Uh, Godly men who've been put in leadership positions first and foremost. It's mm-hmm. it's easy in a corporate environment to uh, to lose integrity, mm-hmm. and it's it's at the core of what we need to do and what the Lord has called us to do and how yeah. we manage uh, our organizations. So this statement is: I trust this individual and believe they have my back. This individual is
1: not in it for themselves. Mm. Well, then that's what a what a statement. I mean, right. you know, but again. You know, um, and I I say this quite often: the foundation of everything we do in life is built on one word—trust. If you can't trust someone, and and to me, you know, integrity, you know, goes is is right there with it. You know, because if you can't trust people, you can't move forward faster. And you know, and you got you got to have high integrity. So I mean, what comes out of our mouth has to be the truth.
0: Absolutely, I think
1: that's very important.
0: I share with my team all the
1: time that trust is not easy to gain but it is super easy to lose you are you are exactly right and as I like to say you know we live in the south you know you're preaching to the choir there so <laughs> that is so true I say it myself all right next attribute collaboration
0: so this statement uh, this individual is comfortable with other experts and promotes collaboration and group solutions mm. and this is so critical I mean I think as a, as a leader we have a tendency sometimes to speak over our employees and we need to leave space sometimes the right thing to do is be the last one to answer Mm -hmm. give your team the chance to to say what they need to say you know steve jobs had a quote that i love tim he said we don't hire smart people to tell them what to do we hire smart people so they can tell us what to do that's good and i think from a a management point of view we we all need to embrace that you have smart people around you and you better be listening
1: yep um that's great uh you and i were on a trip a few weeks ago, and. we met a new guy that's in our life. It's a great, great, but I think he will quickly become a great friend, Todd. Yes. And, um, Todd asked a question that I thought was so awesome. He was having a conversation down on the golf course and he asked someone, he said, what did you hear me say? And if you think about that, we're talking about listening, you know, we're talking right. about uh, to me. And I think that goes along with that is that wow, because Hey, it, when we're in leadership positions a lot of times you know we are vocal we have to speak and we have to get up but um, one thing that my parents old personal note beat into me mentally and physically into my head is think before I speak and a lot of times I will pause a second and I will think before I before I speak and I I do try to go last I don't always do that but I let you know leaders need to go last but two of my philosophies and we're not I, I hope this is tying into what you're talking about is I want to hire people that are smarter than I am, and we have definitely done that, and hire people that have been where we want to go. If you do that, you know, to your point, the, the folks like what J- Steve Jobson mentioned, people are going are, are to do the work. They're going to tell us what we need to do. So I think that's really important as we're tying all that together. So I hope that makes sense. It does make sense. And you, uh, you, you touched on lis- uh, listener and listening as
0: a, as a key attribute. We'll get to that one in a minute because there's great. another one on there. Yeah, that's great. Um, the next one is uh, mentor. This statement is, uh, is, is important. This individual transfers learning, understanding, and value on a consistent basis. Hmm. Listener, we talked about. This individual is open to my ideas and recommendations, allowing feedback to go both ways.
1: Both ways. Both that ways. That jumps out to me. Both ways. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, motivator. This individual is an effective motivator, getting the best results and efforts from the team. Delegator. Now, we sometimes use this word negatively, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He's just, he delegates everything. Mm -hmm. But as a leader, you have to delegate. You can't do everything, Tim. You have to trust your team. But the statement here is this individual understands when to delegate and when to take action.
1: Mm.
0: Because there are some things as leaders we need to to delegate, and there are some things as leaders. It's our responsibility, and we need to step up to the plate and yeah. get it done.
1: I, I'll tell you, just me sitting here, you know, across the table from you, man. That is such an accurate and a deep statement. That you know, as a leader, you know, when do you jump in and and provide direction or provide content, or, or where do you back off? And, and only you know, you know. So, but I think for people around you to be able to review you from that perspective. To where we can get better. Uh, to me, it's a big deal. You know? Agreed,
0: Agree. So, Tim, th- those were the nine leadership traits or qualities and the statements that go along with them. Uh, when when I was putting this together, it just didn't feel like enough because each of those individual things matter, but there's there's no summation of it all. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I sell a lot of lot of outdoor power equipment, mm-hmm. and you know when you think about a product that you buy online and you write a review, you have an option to choose. Would you recommend that product to other people who are looking to buy that product? Mm-hmm. You know, you've probably seen that before. It's mm-hmm. also known as net promoter score. It can yeah. be used also for how well a brand is perceived in the marketplace. And so I was looking for a question out there that really would sum it all up. And what I came up with, and it's, again, I guess not a question, a statement, but the net promoter score here, what it really comes down to is, I would recommend my peers, colleagues, and friends to work for this person. Hmm. When it all comes down to it, and you go through those nine attributes up above, and believe me, there's so many other attributes that you could drop in here for leadership. We're not, we're probably only touching a handful of the ones that matter, Tim. Yeah. But in, to keep this succinct and you know not a all day process mm-hmm. for someone who's filling out the this uh, the survey. We, we really boiled it down to, the, to those nine and then for me the net promoter score is is what it all comes down to. Would you recommend other people work mm. for this individual? Yeah I mean that that is the summation of everything that we've already talked about yeah And then there's one final statement and that's and, and that's really summed up as overall value.
1: Our company is better off as a result of this individual's leadership. Uh, again those are excellent statements and for our listeners that are um, you know again that are you know drinking the kool-aid what Brian has went over is merely a template that you can add you can take away some you can add you know according to your organization and I think but honestly to me these nine you know these nine or ten comments uh, they affect every business no matter what you do and I think there's some great things that come out of here that, again, it's gonna. it may be a little messy, you know, and, and you got to be willing to walk through that. You know, we got to show some vulnerability, but I think to get on the other side of it, um, you will, in my opinion, and I think you, you've seen this firsthand. And I, matter of fact, I'll ask this as a question Have you seen great improvement since uh, TTI implemented this four years ago?
0: Yes. Okay. We certainly, have seen great changes, and I haven't seen anyone go backwards, then. Okay. Which is what you would, which is what you would hope to, That's hope right. to see. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think it's one of those things where you know you have to decide as, as an organization what that timing looks like. Mm-hmm. I recommend annually, but some organizations it may be every two years. Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, this is just intended to share with uh, the audience what's worked for us yeah. and uh it may not work for every organization but i think mm. a, creating an environment uh where your employees can can voice the good the bad and the ugly yeah. is so important
1: yeah no i agree hey brian what um what are some things that you've learned during this process
0: a good question so we you know we started off this the first time there's been some key learning stem we've we definitely learned after the first time that it is super important to get buy-in and so if you want to implement 360 degree leadership reviews you need to first pull your leadership team in and explain why you're doing it Mm -hmm. the next thing you need to do is have a bigger meeting with the leaders there as well as everyone who's going to be doing the review process and just lay out the ground rules and explain to them why we're doing it and and at the end of the day the questions are important but we're doing this so that uh, so that each employee has a voice they have a forum where they can voice their you know what they love or what they don't like mm-hmm. about about their their leadership team and it creates an, an environment where there's accountability and opportunity for our leaders to grow with good solid feedback yeah uh, the other thing I learned Tim is there's two different types of research there's quantitative and there's qualitative so when you think about the strongly disagree range all the way to strongly agree, that's checking a box mm-hmm. and that's good that's an important part to be able to measure improvements but we also need to have qualitative research in here i will tell you my personal example tim so the first year i was part of the review process i i don't know who reviewed me but i i had seven individuals who did and there was one individual through all those questions that disagreed or strongly disagreed all the way down so this is just full disclosure i had someone out there who just didn't think I was a good leader. In that first year, Tim, we did not make it mandatory for them to explain. Mm. And so the problem was they, they told me that I wasn't a great leader, but they didn't tell me why. Mm. They didn't give me any examples. So as we evolved this, the second year that we put in place, we made it mandatory for you to explain your decision. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we did that is not just to hone in on like the areas of improvement, but we talked about in the previous session, let's celebrate the wins. So you think they're a strong leader and you strongly agree with that? Tell us why. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. it works both ways. And so that was a, a definite improvement. The other thing, too, is uh, I think when you sit down and you, you educate uh, the, the people who are going to be filling out the survey, you have to lay out some ground rules.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what I mean by that is we're all human beings. So what you're really wanting to do is gain their feedback on how this leader has performed him in the past 6 to 12 months. We're not looking for feedback of how that leader upset you five years ago. He or she is not the same leader today that they were four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. So we're looking for feedback in the past 6 to 12 months of performance. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. There's got to be forgiveness along the way and room for improvement, uh, one of my good friends has a has a line that I love. He said, "I reserve the right to get smarter every day," <laughs> and I think I think I try to exercise that right. Uh, the other thing I would say is, is you're coaching your employees to fill this out. Is it needs they need to speak for themselves. Mm. So the other thing that tends to happen, Tim, is well, I know Sally had a really bad experience with Tom, and I, I think what Tom did to Sally was just wrong, so I'm going to mm. put that in the performance review. Yeah. And don't worry about that. Sally's going to take care of that. Mm-hmm. What has been your personal experience That's good, with man leadership? So, yeah. um, you know, and I think when it all comes down to it, they need to be specific if necessary, but only to the point where it still remains anonymous. Mm-hmm. You don't want to provide examples that are so specific that it becomes yeah. clear who you are. Uh,
1: and then be honest and be respectful yeah. through the process. Yeah, that's good. And I think that uh, you know, again, if you have some type of a of a of a digital survey that can be completely anonymous, I think that sets it up that, that you know it is completely anonymous. But you can get the feedbacks that you need. And, and you you mentioned it earlier. There's a lot of free tools that are out there to do that, right? Absolutely. That's good. Hey, Brian. So as we wrap up today, and man, what a great what a great two-month uh series that we did a little mini series on this because i think this affects so many companies that may have want to do more this is going to allow them to go deeper to make their team better and because we, and make them be better leaders there's nothing more we want to do than to bring up leaders this to me this is a great tool in order to look and identify to be bringing up next, bringing up leaders so what as we close what's um you know hey what's some advice you give our listeners today one final piece, maybe.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'd go back to the the comments I, I stated in the in the first session, Tim. Where uh, at the at, at the end of the day, you need to be committed to this process if you're going to do it. So this isn't a check the box type of review. You, you need to be committed to helping develop your leadership team, and by the way, yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to accept that whatever that criticism may come, take it to heart and do what you can to change it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Use this tool to drive improvements, not indictments.
1: Mm.
0: Right? It's super important. That's so excellent. And while you know the spirit of this is to make us better, we got to celebrate the wins. We've talked about there's going to be a lot of strengths revealed as well as opportunities. We need to celebrate those strengths and those wins along the way, and then repeat the process as necessary. And and that honestly, is so important for an employee or a leader that didn't perform well. You owe it to them, one, to give them the resources to improve, but two, to come back and do this again and celebrate
1: improvement. Yeah. now that's great. Brian, thank you for being on, uh, like I said, for the last couple months. What a great I'm, – I'm pumped up that I want us to – you know, we do bits and pieces of this, but I really want us to – and hopefully I can get HR to buy into it. I'm sure that I will. But to where we can implement this because this is going to take us to the next level. That's what we want to do. We want to continue to grow. You know, we want to move up and to the right if you look at the graphs. So I think it's great. So thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yep. Hey, to our listeners, everyone, take care and God bless.
0: If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.